The Outside Looking In with your hosts Patrick Bannis and Andy Leoskos. Come on in. Right, all right, all right, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back once again to From the Outside uh, Looking In, uh, the show about uh, a subgroup of people that are dedicated to the greatest internet search engine ever. That is, of course, Ask Jeeves. We do not bow down to Google here at this show. No, 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 no. We go to our butler and we say, hey, Jeeves. Where can I find that gate porn? And Jeeves, I'm just kidding. Welcome to From the Outside Looking In, the show about everything, the show about nothing, the show about Patrick and I and our, uh, uh, what am I looking at? Root vegetables. Root vegetables. No, our our, uh, our love of, of 90s nostalgia and things gone past. No, whatever. You know the deal. We talk about movies, books, comic books. Sometimes we talk about movies and TV shows that are based off of comic books. We like nerdy things from a non-nerdy perspective or non-nerdy things from a nerdy perspective. Patrick's going to drink some beer out of a... No, that's... uh, What do you got, Snyder? Some whiskey? Drink a little whiskey there? Ooh, that's the Jameson Black Barrel Irish whiskey. Well, all right, then. It's not a proper... It's not a proper 12, but anyways, I digress... (laughs) We're already off the rails. We're two minutes in. Welcome to From the Outside Looking In. I am Andy Liascos. With me, as always, the Starsky to my hutch, Mr. Patrick Banis, Raging Alcoholic. Yes, yes, absolutely. I got these fancy Pittsburgh uh, like uh, whiskey glasses, I guess. Yeah, is that a train on there, or is it? Uh, this is the uh, this is the world the, the the world famous incline. So they have like this incline that goes from like the other side of Pittsburgh. It goes up this hill to um, this place called uh, Mount Washington. It's a great view, but there's great views everywhere. So it's like whatever, you know. Sure, what I mean? sure. But uh, I had some friends in town, and they sent it out as a gift. And I'm like, you know, I hey. want I want to drink this Black Barrel and get this, you know, this bottle's like not a lot left in there. No, you you been how long you been uh, working at that bottle there, bud? I don't know. You okay. know me. At least not not just the day. No, no, God, no. Would I be this coherent for the day? I mean, I don't know. You know, you, you could go. I, I'm I'm looking at you on Facetime, right? Like you know, like we're looking at each other. Hey, bud, how you doing? I am not at all pleased with the way you have your microphone set up right now. <laughs> oh my gosh, really? Yeah. I'm speaking like right into it, am I not? Or does it have to be like? I told you it's a carteroid oh. mar- microphone. Oh, the up. heart, the heart, that has to be pointed at you. It's up. It's up. I'm gonna make an adjustment on the fly. Yeah. There you go. There you go. All right, I, I would lo- look at your waveform right now. Look at it compared to the other one. I don't know. I don't yeah, so I much, don't it's so it. much bigger. It's so much bigger right now. Oh, it really is. <laughs> <laughs> it actually is. I know. Because talking into the microphone makes a difference. Oh, God. Why can't, all dire- why can't they all be omnidirectional? No, because that's not how microphones are built. Oh, 
You walls. Could, yeah, I mean, if we wanted to, we could invest in like the Shure SM7, which is an omnidirectional Ooh. microphone, but that's like Ooh. $400 each. Ooh, but we need it to... sure is a nice microphone. It, it sure is. <laughs> Welcome to From the Outside Looking In, where we do nothing but dad puns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, Pat, how you been since the last time we recorded an episode, which shall not be spoken of? Uh, yeah, pretty solid, man. Just uh, had a, just had a light, nice guy weekend. Uh, Eve, uh, my uh, heterosexual domestic life partner. Mm -hmm. He's in Vegas at the National Dentist Dental Conference of whatever it's called. I don't, honestly don't know what they call it. Yeah, I don't know either. So I was on my own all weekend. So I, you know, watched some movies, played some video games, went to a soccer match, went to a bar and watched uh, some football with some guys. Yeah. Um, you know, just bros, just broing out bros and just bros and hoes. Huh. All right. Bros well, and hoes. Well, that's. This show's taking a an odd turn right off the bat. Just bros and hoes. And Eldorados. And Eldorados. City of Gold. There you Eldorado. go. Yeah, right. So uh this is a redo of an episode. Is this a redo? What do you mean a redo? I didn't do I didn't remix I didn't mix the last episode. Remember we talked Why not? It was a great episode. That was a it was a classic freewheeling experience. You never even sent me your audio file, and I'm wait a minute. Are you sure? Oh, I'm positive. No. Yeah, because the last time we recorded, I said, you know what? Let's scratch this one and just record this week. This was Saturday that we recorded. Today's Wednesday. We're back to we got the band back together in a couple of days, and we're we're doing a more focused episode. Because really, the last episode was about. 35 minutes of me being pissed off that you'd never seen The Unforgiven. <laughs> it really was. It really was. You were so it, unnecessarily oh, mad. Oh, it's I and and I know what you watch on HBO Max. I'm not even going to bring it up because you didn't watch <laughs> The Unforgiven. You didn't watch it. That was the whole thing. We were supposed to we were supposed to, <laughs> to go away. We were going to come back having watched the movies that we had not watched. I Black Widow you, the Unforgiven, you were the winner in this situation because you got to watch The Unforgiven. Okay. But, look, oh, you just sent it to me. <laughs> you just sent it. You just sent me the audio. Because I'm recording over my audio right now. I use the Why same template. Why would you do that? Because I do that every time. I use the same template. Oh. That episode is gone. We can no. Re yeah, no, it's done. Oh, that was so good. It was just I was so I was so ripped. I was totally ripped. I was freewheeling. Oh, oh man. Oh. It was it was a moment in time that we will not share with the audience. We went on for forever about uh, well you went on forever. Oh, I was so frustrated. I was so frustrated. I still can't believe you haven't seen The Unforgiven. We're going to talk about a very mediocre movie today. We could be talking about one of the greatest movies in the world. See, that's not true media. because as of like like five days ago, I had seen Unforgiven. So I don't know what you were looking at on your HBO Max, but you would have seen that someone watched that movie. Oh, did you really now? I watched that movie like I told you I was going to. I know. I know the they... show that you did not keep. Yeah. yeah no. I made a promise to our yes. 11 listeners that I was going to watch it the next night. Oh yeah, and I did. I I seen that you went in on the uh, the new season of Titans. 
I did right. that after I watched Unforgiven. Oh, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't see Unforgiven. All I, you know, all I ever see is like I, I log in. I'm like, okay, my kid's watching Sesame Street. Patrick's watching Titans. I'm watching Reno 911. And that's yeah, been, no, I, I was, I did that. I did the thing. See, and I, I looked at it to see if I could find it because <laughs> I was going to watch the Unforgiven so I could catch myself up. But whatever, we'll talk about that too a little bit. We'll talk about I watched Black Widow. Um, that was so that we caught you up from the last episode. <laughs> Patrick and I were like, "Hey, did let's, we? Yeah, did we? Yeah, because before, because the, the the episode that you will never hear the episode the the Voldemort of uh, the uh, lost from, tapes. Yeah, from the from the outside <laughs> looking in was just an hour and two minutes of Patrick and I being like, "Well, I can't believe you've never seen this before." <laughs> yeah, so I was like, "Oh, I just don't. I don't watch stuff like I never watch stuff." Yes, and, and then like, we kept going. This, this, this repeated. This was like a, this was like a lather, rinse, repeat, like seven times. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then pa- <laughs> Patrick would be like, "I don't watch stuff," and I was like, "Oh yeah, bud, tell me about the two hours you spent watching about the Nick Cage Superman movie that was never made, right?" <laughs> yeah, so that was a long time ago, but it was still great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you ever seen Nicolas Cage in a Superman outfit? I've yes. seen the pictures. It's unbelievable because he had long hair too. Like, yes. what was that look? What was that look? It was that was that was because that was pay- that was like paying homage to that that whole so like it was supposed to be like a resurrection of superman bit and so this was like uh, around the time that they okay, had like the okay, super mullet yeah. after like doomsday yeah, yeah right right so this is right. very this is very accurate even though it was nicholas cage yes it was very accurate or at least they wanted it to be but then they also wanted it to be weird so it was it was it was definitely weird they hit on the weird part for sure i mean they were they doubled down on the weird part so yeah, so of course I would watch something like that. I love that stuff. I would love to see uh, like test footage of that. There, you know I mean? that's you gotta watch. I'm telling you, you gotta watch this thing because nah. there's test footage of him in it. He's like in the outfit, and he's like, kinda, is there dialogue? Uh, I don't know if there was dialogue. They have like that's what I'm there for. You know what I mean? They have um, uh, like art. They have like like art for um like characters and creatures that were in the movie that were supposed to be in the movie. Um, they talked about like the script and stuff. There was definitely like, I forget what they call it. Um, when like the actors, like, you know, I don't know, testing out, like, I don't know. It's, it's not a test reel or whatever, but it's like, you know, uh, it's, he's, it's, it's like, like an audition. It's kind of like an audition, but it was like, and then there's the, like, there's a table read, right? Like there's also like a table. Read yeah. Read. But he was, I mean, they knew he was good. They wanted him to do it. And this was kind of like test footage of him wearing the suit. Like they had gotten the suit together. Gotcha. And this is like test footage of him wearing. It was like kind of shiny-ish and whatever. And he's kind of like, you know, posing or whatever. But anyway, anyway, it was, you know. So, that I yeah, of course I watched that stuff. That stuff's hilarious. Yeah, no, for sure. No, that's, that's amazing. All right. <laughs> so other than that, so now that everybody's caught up, right? So now that everybody's caught up, Pat, what's going on in the world today, bud? You know, uh, you know when you're famous... One of your favorite British bands, Oasis. Oh, that's that's upper echelon. You know, you know that you know that band. You know that guy Noel Gallagher. Yes. Well, according to Noel Gallagher, he doesn't really have a brother. Ooh, he's that he's that gone with the whole Liam, Liam thing. Liam Gallagher is uh, quote unquote not actually real. I don't care. That's amazing. Why? So, so I know. So Noel gave a Noel gave an interview on BBC, uh, I guess uh, in September, 
And I guess they were still like super salty. And when asked about, uh, you know, an Oasis reunion, even in like hologram form where they didn't even have to be in the same room. Um, you know, he said that, uh, you know, that they were going to they were going to do it. And, you know, like Liam took it seriously. But Liam is a hologram anyway. <laughs> I don't know if people know that he's not actually real. But yeah, of course, I'll do it. If anything ever changes, trust me, he would be the first to let people know about it. Just these guys. I love they, that. I love that. Brothers. Yes. Just two Manchester goons. Yeah, I mean, just uh, I, I remember... So before, you know, like, you know, the Internet was like a, a true thing. Right. I had a. Um, a 45. Right. Like so a record that was a 45. Right. So a single um, called Wibbling Rivalry. And it was it was both sides were just somebody was sitting in a room with Nolan Liam and they were arguing for 25 minutes. Ugh. It was the funniest fucking thing in the world. They were arguing about, I, I forget what it was. They had done a show on some sort of boat and like Liam had like thrown something off the boat, like went real rock star fucking something. And like Noel was having none of it. Yeah. I mean, he is just like, it's fucking football hooliganism. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, yeah. Fucking, yeah, it's, it's so fucking great. And like, and like, Liam's like, when you think about the best bands in the world, you know, blah, 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 blah. He's like, and the Sex Pistols and all this. And he's like, he's like, no, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They had one album. One album. It's true. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You can't argue that. That's just math, right? Uh, but yeah, that was one of my favorite things. And uh, I mean, uh, well, un unbelievable, vo volatile relationship that resulted in some of the most amazing music of the 90s. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, Liam is real enough that he, uh, like, just recently fell out of a helicopter. Yes. And got all banged up. And so, you know, he's real, but he's also a pompous arse. Oh, yeah. There is an amazing uh, story about uh, Liam and uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. And I suggest everybody look that up because Sasha Baron Cohen had done a movie um, and he played sort of this pompous British rock star that he was a hundred percent basing off of Liam, and then they like, <laughs> and then they had met, and it was it was hilarious. It's absolutely hilarious. Awesome. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So good to know. Liam has always been a hologram, but a hologram deep in my heart. I uh, it's I, I'm more of a Noel guy. Like if you cut it down the center, I you know I tend to lean towards Noel because he wrote all the fucking songs that I love. And I, I tend fair. to I tend to like the guy that wrote the songs that I love. But uh yeah, that's awesome. I'm glad that Oasis is in the news. That's a that's a win for me. That's a good day. Yeah, yeah. I mean some Manchester boys. You know, I love some Manchester boys. Yeah. There was some uh some my Manchester boys scored a classic uh come from behind win today. Is in that the, Man U? Man U. Uh a game they didn't deserve to win and barely deserved to be in. Scored like Three minutes into injury time um, at home in Old Trafford at, in Manchester. Got to love it. So let's fucking go. Yeah. Yeah. So I was I was texting back and forth with my neighbor, who's also a Man U fan. OK. And so he and I were going back and forth about today because 
they played at the same time as Bayern Munich. And so I was flying my Bayern Munich flag because I can only fly one flag. Sure, and sure. So I, you know, I they're my they're my, you know, yeah, they're my, I, they're my for real, for real. Right. And so he's like, which game are you watching? I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm watching the United game because it's like a rematch of the Europa League final from like May that we talked about on the show back, you know, back then. And, you know, how much of a, you know, cluster that was. So um, so we're watching that. And so he and I just going back and forth. Just every time stuff would happen, we're just chit chat back and forth. Like he's supposed to be working. And I was supposed to be writing an email to like a project manager that took me like, I swear to God, like an hour Right. To write like literally like two sentences because I kept watching the game and the, and the laptop would just, you know, would just like go to screensaver. I was like, oh, crap. Yeah. Yeah. Are you you remember like 2005 when like Man U was like the best sports team in like all of sports? They're like yeah. the Yankees. It's fair. <laughs> yeah. And you, you could go to like Target and buy a Man U hat. Well, like one of the things that happened was that they got bought by Americans. And so it became like Americanized and they got they kind of got real global. Yeah. Like well, real they also, global. They also have like uh, like, you know, say say what you want. I, I think Man U and Chelsea have great fucking logos. Yeah, I mean, the Lions and the Red true. Devil thing. They're just yeah, they're classic logos and they're fucking yeah, yeah. great. Yeah. 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 And they're 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 really well followed clubs. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're, you know, really popular. So yeah. it's fair. It's fair. So it's now like Liverpool is like the super popular team. Like that. Yeah, not really. Oh, I, 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 I think, I think you'd be surprised. Liverpool's like everybody's team. Now I feel Ugh. like, I feel like it was Man U, then it was Chelsea and now it's Liverpool Ugh. for a brief minute. It was man city for a Ugh. brief minute. It was man. Yeah, that city. oil money, man. I'm telling you that Petro, those Petro state clubs like, like man city and San Chelsea. Um, yeah, they're a real annoyance. So, what are you gonna do? You gotta spend more money. You know? I'm gonna finish this bottle of Black Barrel. Is what I'm gonna do. Yeah, that seems like what you're gonna do, bud. Huh? Yeah. Is, is hey, is that something that maybe I don't know? You gotta try. Yeah, I think you should try some Jameson Black Barrel. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, like why it's, not? Uh, it's in a charred, uh, charred barrel for extra smooth taste, and I agree, it is extra smooth. It's it's pretty solid stuff. Is that why you think it's called Black Barrel? Because the barrel has been charred. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah, that's probably why. Fucking logic, right? Yeah. And it's Jameson, so it's like, you can't go wrong. They're solid. Solid. Solid distillery. So I mean, Yeah, I, I, I'm not a huge fan of Irish whiskeys, but as Irish whiskeys go... Was that a cork in there? It's not even the old Jameson screw on. Ooh, they went fancy with that. Yeah, this this stuff is a fancy stuff. Yeah, yeah. A buddy of mine, a college buddy of mine, put me onto it, and uh, it's actually pretty solid. And I was thinking about like what I was gonna drink, you know, for the show, and I didn't really want to get too fu- too far into beer today, and I just want a little something. And I was like, oh, there's like this little bit of black barrel, and it's like calling to me. So here we you are. Know what? You know what? Give me one second here. Talk oh, amongst, I, talk amongst yourselves here. For I love it when we do this. One second. Yeah. yeah. Let me talk about Petro State clubs and also Barcelona. For all you people out there that like Barcelona, they're poor. Okay, they're poor and they're terrible now. They're Ooh, finding they're finding out what it's like to be poor. That's uh, those are fighting words, bud. Uh, they got blown out three nothing today, uh, and their coach has been on the hot seat for a while. But they're also 
running like if I recall correctly, 1.2 billion in debt. Ooh. A lot of that is from like, you know, you weird, know what? Weird management. Let me tell you a little something, Pat, just because it's today, because it's you. You can mm. hear that. I did hear that. I like where this is going. I'm going to join you with a little drinky drink. Oh, yeah. It's, there's nothing wrong with a little drinky drink. And I am going to have a little bit, just a little bit, a little kiss of this now 20-year-old bottle. Glenlivet. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Good stuff. I will drink a little scotch whiskey with you, my man, while you are drinking a little Irish whiskey. I like it. Representing. Just a little bit, a couple of fingers of scotch. Mmm, scotch, scotch, scotch. Ah, scotch, scotch, scotch. Get in my belly. Let me drink it down. Down into my belly. Oops, I keep dropping shit. That's a... This is what happens when you fucking, you gotta try it live, so, alright. Yeah, we're doing it live. We're dropping it live. We're fucking doing it live. I'm dropping my phone. I'm fucking... We're dropping it like it's hot. Fucking getting a glass of scotch here. Yep. Yep. All I love right. it. I like it. Well, let's get, get to... Let's get to the good stuff, buddy. Yeah, I got the... Talk. I got some, uh... I got some stones in mine. I got some stones in there because I want a little chill. I got ice. Nice. So. I thought about that, but my... You know what? The ice maker in my fridge... The ice is the ice tastes funky, so it just messes everything up. So I don't want to waste time with it. So I use my I went with my the, I went with my stones. I I have stones for drinking scotch, but I I wasn't planning on drinking scotch. There you go. But here I am. Yeah, I'm a bad I'm a bad uh, influence. That is what it is, man. A little bit of scotch. Speaking of bad. Funny. Speaking of bad. We should have a mixed media moment. Ooh, we're gonna talk about movies, movies books, comics, and books and stuff. TV shows. tapes and LPs and vinyl. Ooh, all the 8-track tapes. Queen playing the game on 8-track. Nice. That was my first uh, first tape, Queen playing mm. the game. Mm. What, cassette or like 8-track? or 8-track, 8-track. I was, I was a very young, young man, and my parents had an 8-track in their car, and I got right Queen playing the game. My, my parents had an 8-track player. But they also had some really quality 80s, 70s, and 80s 8-tracks. So I never got into 8-tracks necessarily because they all had their, like, Journey's Escape, Def Leppard's Pyromania, um, Sabbath's We Sold Our Soul. Um, So there was always a bunch of, like, decent 8-tracks laying around. So, like, that was always pretty cool. And then we got into, like, cassettes and then, you know. Yeah. Like, my parents had, like, uh, no really good taste in music, right? But (laughs) somehow somehow there was a, a queen playing the game. Maybe my dad saw it and thought, you know, like, because they're all wearing like leather jackets and have like slick back hair. And he's like, oh, something from the 50s. And it wasn't. It was just, you know. <laughs> it was great. It was great. Uh, so I got to tell you. So we, I, I, a couple weeks back, I saw uh, Black Widow. Black Widow. Black Widow. Black, Black Widow. Black Widow. Yes. I saw Black Widow in the theater and I made, I took copious notes. There was like four other people in the theater. Yes. One guy who sat like six or seven rows ahead of me, and then three jagoffs who had to sit right, right in front of me. Why? Like right below yeah. in front of me. Like and why? there was nobody else in the theater. And it's like you know what? I don't understand why you people got to do this. So I, right. of course I put my feet on the seat because I'm a jerk. 
Sure. But it was fun. It was fun. But also, I took a lot of notes because I wanted to really like, you know, I want to remember everything that happened here and what was going on. So like I even caught like the uh, I remember the trailers now. Okay. Nice. I so, like that. Um, I like that you went in on that like that hard. I watched I went, it over the weekend. I did not take any notes, but I'm here to give my opinion, what I liked, what I didn't like. Well, I just like to, you know, I just like have a synopsis and some stuff that I thought was, was you know, good, bad, and different. Um, and then I have like, you know, the, I always love trailers. I love going to the theater to watch the trailers. And, sure, sure. you know, I still need to go watch Shang-Chi. So like, maybe I'll try and get into that this weekend or whatever. But so they had a trailer for the new Ghostbusters movie. Um, I'm kind of in on that. Like I, you know, I mean, like it's hard. It'll, with be, it, it'll be it, all right. It'll be better than the last new Ghostbusters movie for sure, right? It's going to be rough with Harold Ramis being gone. Sure, uh, but I like that they address it. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. Ramis's kid. Like that's cool, and it's the kid from Stranger Things. Right. Tie in to uh, Black Widow, right? Maybe that's why the uh, trailer for that particular movie was there because it both ties into. Characters from Stranger Things being in different things. Oh, yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's true. So, you know, they had Ecto-1, and they're doing all this stuff, and it's like, all right, you know, kids are doing Ghostbustery things. You know, it'll probably be funnish, and I'm sure there'll be a Dan Aykroyd and or Bill Murray uh, guest oh, appearance. For sure, yeah, for sure there's a Dan Aykroyd one. I mean, there may be uh, uh, Ernie Hudson and, and yeah. Bill Murray. You know, so, I mean, it could be the other three for sure. Yeah. Who knows? You know what I mean? Yeah. But, it, yeah. Um, so after that was a uh, uh, a promo for Top Gun Maverick. Oh, really? Yes. This is this is this is interesting. I'm not. I mean, it's not super interesting. Um, so Maverick gets called back to, uh, I guess, the Air Force or the Navy, whatever it is. He's I guess the Air Force, right? And he is a he he's a fighter pilot teacher. Um, and he's okay, teaching yeah. like this, you know, he's teaching this new class of like pilots, you know, do they buzz the tower? Uh, oh, of course. Yeah, of course they do. Of course they do. Of course of they do. Of course they do. I don't even think they do. I think he does. Okay. Uh, yeah. I don't know if they do, but there's like, uh, I can't remember everybody that was in this new class of fighter pilots, but I do remember Miles Teller. I'm pretty sure that's his name. Miles Teller. He was one of the kids in the, <laughs> In one of the bad Fantastic Four reboots. Oh Jesus! Yeah, the most recent one. I'm out. Yeah, who did he yeah. play? Uh, he was. I believe that he was Reed Richards. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um. So whatever. I, I um, wouldn't be able to remember whatever. I haven't seen that movie. I think all, all I remember from the Fantastic Four garbage movies, uh, obviously Jessica Alba. Sure. Because um, because Jessica Alba. Because Jessica Alba. Yeah. And then for, for some reason, what really sticks in my head is Michael Chiklis as, as uh, you know, Ben Grimm. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's Chiklis. Uh, you gotta love that, Michael Chiklis. After that, there was a uh, a trailer for Encanto, which I believe is like a, um, it's an animated Disney type thing. Who cares? Uh, uh, is then, it the, the robot? The little robot guy? I don't think think so i don't know maybe i, I think know. it's something no you know what i know what it is i remember it now it is this land uh this weird strange land where um all the children manifest some sort of powers or okay. abilities and there's this one uh this one child this this female who does not uh this does not manifest abilities and it's about how she's special too even though she doesn't have 
abilities. Uh, so it's like, not, yeah, is yeah, no, she's probably got a wry wit. Okay, sure. And that's probably it. So it's like a, you know, it is a, you know, instructional for kids. Everyone's special, even if you're not that special yeah. thing, whatever. I don't know. Whatever. I'm not going to see it because it's like an animated kids movie. And I don't, you know, it's not my, that is not my back. Right. Um, then there was a trailer for Venom, which is, I don't know, man. I just don't know. I don't know about Venom. Like, it'll be okay. Ah, yeah. It'll be okay, I guess. But like, I don't care. I don't care. Um, they've telegraphed all of it. Like, they telegraph all of it in the trailer, which I think was totally unnecessary. It was cool that they had certain things in the trailer, like, you know, like Raven, the Ravencroft School, where, like, I, if I recall correctly, I, I, I could have sworn that was where, like, the New Mutants ended up in the in their movie, but I don't remember for sure. Um, but anyway, you know, they just, there's just, I, I just, I'll watch it at some point, but I won't really care. Um, and then, of course, there was a trailer for, for Shang-Chi, um, which was, you know, seemed pretty good. So still, once again, seems like a pretty good movie, making good money, doing good things, you know. Then we get into the intro of the movie, and there's a cover of Nirvana's Nevermind. If you're listening, you hear it. Okay. You know? Um, you know. Um, and I'm trying to remember exactly how this was all working. Um, what happened here in the beginning? Was this where her sister was tracking down, was doing jobs, or was this her? I'm trying. Oh, no, it was her. Yeah, it's I think her. It, yeah, yeah. It was her. It was her in the beginning, and it was after, like, the Sokovia thing, and, like, Black Widow yes. goes underground. But yes. she's also, like, super conspicuous. Like, everything, she, it just, it's just her. She's not trying to do anything differently or look different or appear different. She's just this Black Widow girl. She's just Scarlett Johansson doing stuff. Right. Um, but she's like trying to be underground and that doesn't work out so good. She. Um, her handler, not handler. But her like cooler. Um, I can't remember his name. Mm, yep. Me neither. He he, um, he delivers a bunch of mail from a bunch of different safe houses. One of them I thought was in like Brussels or Bruges or Brussels, 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 and, yeah, Brussels. And um she doesn't want any part of this. So she like loads all this stuff up and she's going to get rid of it when she goes into town to get some, um, I think she needed like petrol for the generator. And at that point she is encountered. She encounters taskmaster who like whoops, whoops that ass. Yep. And retrieves this case from this stuff. And she doesn't really know what's in it, but she manages to steal it before he gets it. Um, and then she like falls in the water and stuff. Um, you know, and then afterwards, there's like her sister who's also doing jobs. Um, yes. While she's doing a job tracking down this person, this person sticks her with uh, a syringe. Or no, was it a syringe or was it like a aerosol? I think it was an aerosol, yeah. right? Yeah, I yeah. think it was like this aerosol, yeah. this aerosol, you know, chemical. And she like comes to. Which is weird, but, you know, also, you know, it makes sense, right? And so then she realizes, she's like, oh, I'm I'm a dupe for, like, you know. Oh, uh, the red room is bad. The red room is bad. So she runs off, and she goes to her safe house in Brussels, and then um, 
Black Widow meets her there. They have a family. The, wait, a wait, family it, re- it was. Uh, I don't think it was Brussels. It was like Prague or something. Oh, it's like probably that. Yeah, yeah, Prague. Yeah, yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. They have a they have a fight scene until they realize kind of who they are and and that they're both like in it you know in the same thing so like you know or was it Budapest? Oh yeah, it's either yeah it's either yeah. Prague or Budapest. It was it was definitely like an it's eastern, one of those yeah you it's, know. It, it's an Eastern European city for sure. Yeah, yeah. So you have this like big chase scene that turns into a revenge scheme. You know, because like they get chased by all these, all you know, a whole bunch of these like red room girls, um, and it turns into this this revenge scheme because, you know, Black Widow claims to have killed the leader of the red room, but her sister's like, "Did you see him die? Did you see his body? Did you recover right. the body?" And she's like, "You know, oh, and, and hauling, and, and it's oh, because like she blew up the building that he was in, basically, right? Yeah." That's Draven, is his, I, th- I think, yeah. right? Yeah. But there's also and, like, and also his young daughter was in there, right? That and was this, part of the scheme. That was part of the scheme to get him. Yes, and that was, and this this has haunted Black Widow since that. This was her first mission to get in Shield, right? Was like take out this dude. I think. I don't know. Right? I, I don't know if that was it or not, but but it was definitely her and Hawkeye who were who were involved in it. Yeah, I think this was was her first mission to get into Shield. Right and and then and this decision to to blow up this dude and his young daughter has right. haunted right. Uh, Natasha for her. But entire maybe you life. know what? Maybe I, maybe we got maybe we got too far ahead. Maybe we got too far ahead of ourselves. Like in the very very beginning, there is like this escape scene where like they're a family, right? Where oh, like yes, there's yes, yeah yeah there's like yeah. a mom and a pop, and it's um. Uh, Rachel Vice is it Rachel Vice? I don't know what her name is. I can't remember what her name is either. Um, yeah. uh, I can't remember her name. And that other guy, the dude from Stranger Things, David something or other. Yeah, the dad, Eleven's dad from Stranger. Yeah, Things. from Stranger Things. Um, David Harbor, I think. Yeah, I want to call it. I want to say it's. I want to say it's David Harbor. It's something like that. They're living in Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. So it's. Uh, it is Rachel Weiss and it's David Harbour and they are living in Ohio and the girls are really young. This is how the movie opens. I totally forgot that part. Yeah, yeah. This is the yeah, this is the beginning of the movie. Yeah, this and is like, how and and David Harbour is the the Russian equivalent to Captain America, basically. Right, right. But you don't really know that at first. Like, you know, he's working somewhere and they think like, Oh, it's time, we gotta go. Um you know, and so they load everybody up into the into a truck and they skip town and um, they they go on the run and there's people chasing them. And then they go to like so they go somewhere and get to they go to a hangar and get into a plane and they fly the plane. And it's like he's doing Red Guardian stuff. Yeah. You know, um, which and, is a cool name. The Red Guardian. Right. Like as far yeah, as. Like, yeah. 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 It's a good name. It's a good name. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. For sure. Um so, you know, they get away, they land. Um, uh, Rachel Weiss, sh- she was shot in while she was piloting the plane. So they take her off to get her, like, fixed up. Right. They, they, they separate the girls and the girls go, you know, they take the girls to, you know, the Red Room. And you hear, like, David Harbour, who Red Guardian, is like, you know, I want to get back in the field. Like, I want to do stuff. And so, like, you know, then then we get into, like, the present day, which is like just after like, um, I guess Avengers two, 
Yep. Yeah, it's just uh, after Segovia or whatever. Segovia chords and stuff, and they yeah. all go on. They all go on the run. Yeah. And then we get to then we get to this point. Um, so you know now she and Florence Pugh, who is Yelena Belova, who is uh, ScarJo's you know Black Widow's sister. like sister. Yep. yep. Quote unquote sister. Yes. Um, you know now they're on the run. Um, you know lots of good. You know, lots of fun banter like they get, you know, they, there's a great car chase where they get all banged up and she's like, you know, they they end up somewhere and they have to like, I guess the car's getting fixed and they're like patching each other up. And Yelena's like, you know, I doubt a god from outer space would need to take an ibuprofen after a fight, which yeah. I thought was funny. You know, it's yeah, fun. yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's you know, it's Marvel. They got good humor. Yeah, you know I mean, they, so yeah. they hatch this revenge scheme to like take down the Red Room, and then we cut to like Red Guardian, who's like in prison. Yeah, right. And I don't remember why or how or what. Nobody knows. Yeah, they they don't. They, they you know whatever. God knows what. I they're, I don't even. They're know. just like this guy looks so good with a grizzled beard. Let's get him into prison. Right. So wh- whatever the whatever the backstory is on this, nobody gives a shit. Look how cool he looks. Yeah, yeah. All Look grizzled his... and bearded up. And, and tatted up. Yeah. And so he's, like, beating people up in prison who don't believe that he's done all this stuff, like beating up Captain America, which he totally never did. Right, right, right. Um, but because the widows need to figure out where this guy is from the Red Room, they spring dad from prison. Yep. So there's like all this, you know, they, after they spring him, there's like all of this like unnecessary mid flight sibling bickering with dad, which is like, you know, I thought that that was funny because it is like that kind of, um, yeah, it's all right. Yeah. Uh, what, what do we call it? That, that kind of, the family I mean, that bickers. What do we? I don't know. There's a fun term for it, but I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is either. But I mean, it made sense and it was done well, so it was okay. Yeah. Right. Right. So you know, there's a you know comedic helicopter crash landing, which you know you have to suspend a disbelief for. But they, you know, they finally tracked down mom, who's doing test stuff on pigs. Um, you know. Because of course, because of course, but this is all she's also like figuring out how to mind control the pigs or or whatever, so that because this is also how they control the <laughs> the, the girls in the red room. Yeah. Um. So, you know, they get together. They have a, a meal and or some some vodka. They, um, you know, they more bicker, banter, more, more banter. banter and bickering. Um. Yelena runs off because she's like she you know she's like the youngest sibling so of course she's like runs off in a huff. Yeah, dad right. ch- dad follows her down. They you know talk a little bit but then he really just sings um, uh, American Pie which was like their thing as a family I guess. Um, you know then like the Russians show up again to 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 come and you know come after them. Um, then you start to see like this plan getting hatched. Sure. So there's like, you know, present. Then there's like flashbacks from like a couple of hours ago where you can see that they're kind of like, you know, there. Um, then there's like a super swerve. Uh, we find out who the taskmaster is. Yeah. Who could it be? 
Uh, this was not what I was expecting uh, because this is not canon. Um, so we find out that uh, Taskmaster is this guy Drakov. So Drakov apparently Drakov. is the guy. I called, Drakov. I called him Draven, but yes, Drakov. He's the he's the, the the Red Room guy. He is like his. This is the daughter. Yes. From the explosion. Yeah. And her face is all disfigured and stuff, but she's also been like super programmed. Yeah. Where she can like, you know, ingest all of your fighting and, you know, do some like analytics and figure out what you're going to do next so that they, you know, she, you know, she can beat you. Yes. Um, right. So like, it's, you know, it's exactly the fight scene from Sherlock Holmes. Sure. Sure. Then uh, we get to the double swerve where uh, Black Widow finds she was programmed to not be able to kill Drakov. And he goes into this, you know, you know, he goes into this like diatribe about how, you know, it's his, you know, you, you, my pheromones or whatever. You can't, you know, if you smell my pheromone, my musky musk, if you smell my musky musk, you can't resist. You can't also kill me. I know, which is that one of my least favorite parts of this movie is. That. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, so while this is going on, the rest of the family is. Um, I don't know. Are they are they getting the rest of the vials of the serum? Yeah, they're they getting. Well, yeah, what, what's that? Red burst is that what it's called? Uh, or, yeah, I don't know what they call it. That's a I, good... I, I think it's called red burst, and yeah, hence like my second least favorite thing about this movie is like I get it, it's Soviet Russia, right? It's red. Everything's red. Ev- everything's red. A red room, red burst. Then then Drakov's gonna get everybody. Everybody in the world's gonna get his pheromone scent. He's gonna raise up his armpit in front of a fan. And, and and everybody's going to be in the red room, right? Like that's from from their cloud city red yes. room. Yes, high uh, above high above the atmosphere. So then then there's like this is where things get weird, and they, you know, like they uh, a bunch of the girls, a bunch of the red room girls come in and start kicking the shit out of Black Widow, and she's doing all right for a little while, and then she gets overwhelmed. Yeah. Then um, then Yelena comes in and she throws this. There's this weirdly fake grenade. So this grenade comes in and it doesn't explode like a grenade, but it just goes off and just sprays this mind control serum like like the 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 anti, you know, whatever. Yeah, the the antidote, the, the antidote, antidote, yeah. The antidote so to the red burst, like, yes. Instead of like an actual grenade, they somehow have found the time to make a grenade that doesn't have any like powder in it, but actually just has like the serum it, in yeah, it. Yeah, they made a sprinkler grenade. Is basically what like somehow they had that amount of time, right? But there's but, no yeah. MacGyvering to this. It looks like a real grenade. Yeah. So, anyways, um, you know, um, there's all of this fighting, and they. Uh, Mama Belova takes out like the um, the Hella system, like all of the all of the helicarrier type system that is holding this thing up. So now there's this gigantic like Cloud City helicarrier looking thing that's now falling from the sky. Yep. There's all of this fighting, and it's taking place like 
in the sky. People are falling. They're fighting in the air. People are flying in the air like like at people. Magically, one random vial of this serum falls from like Earth, outer Earth orbit. And, you know, the Black Black Widow like gets a hold of it and uses it to like stop the Taskmaster. And then she's like, oh, my God, I was under control, too. I have no personal vendetta against you, even though my grotesquely deformed face, which is your fault. Yeah, yeah. We're going to move past that. We're going to move right, past right, that. Right, right, right. So um, there is some other stuff in the in the beginning where, like, you know, as this, as this is all playing out, there is some... There's some, you know, some more diatribe between the family members. There's like, you know, all these flashbacks and and forth where, you know, you're made to think that um, the Iron Maiden, who is the mother, is like also on Drakov's side. But then they show these flashbacks where they're like talking this plan out and hatching this plan. So like you can see like everybody's playing everybody, which is cool. I like that. Right. Um, and then there's also like where, you know, you know, uh, Black Widow realizes that like if she can't smell him, she can kill him. So she then like breaks her like septum or whatever. So she can't, I guess, breathe in smell. Right. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Right. Yeah. And then I guess she kills him. So or whatever. No, he gets away. I'm, I'm, I was lying. He, he kind of gets away. Yes. Um. You know, so so everybody escapes all the remaining widows, all the remaining Red Room girls um, who have like been freed from the spell um, and the Red Guardian. They all escape. And um, as um, uh, what's that guy's name? I got to really think about his name. Um, William Hurt, uh, Secretary Thunderbolt Ross. Oh, yeah. As he he shows up with all of his goons. Um, Black Widow's like, y'all go, you know, like I'm going to cover for you or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, they have this, you know, they have this back and forth and stuff. Um, and then they all split and, um, you know, I guess nothing really happens because we, you know, kind of flash forward to Romanov catching up with her, her her cooler or whatever we're calling this guy who cannot stop wearing this blue flannel shirt. Like I know that they're in like whatever fucking Iceland or Norway or whatever, but he's just wearing this blue flannel shirt the whole time. Um, and he finally comes through with like a Quinjet, you know, cause they make a joke in the beginning that he can't really get them stuff. Like I think she, he, you know, gets him like a, an old beaten up C one thirty like, you know, uh, plane, and she was like, you know, I just did this in like a like an hour. Like, you know, if you actually gave me some time, I could get you stuff. Right. So, you know, then they have like a friends moment because it's really about a lot of like dysfunctional family. So it's like their dysfunctional family is kind of like everyone else's dysfunctional family, except that they're all assassins. Yes. They have dysfunctional family diatribe and whatever, just like everybody else does. And then they just go assassinate people. Yeah. You know, um, which is okay. Like, it's not bad, right? Like, you know, it's sort of, you know, akin, not necessarily to Mr. and Mrs. Smith, but it it was done in Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I mean, I I think like, you know, before we started recording, I said, you know, it's above mediocre. 
And I feel like that's where I'm at. I'm like six five, right? Six, yeah, seven. like on the whole, I like the movie because you know it's entertaining. the The action is good. The right, like it's fun. Is good. The and the acting's not bad either, right? Like right. it's a good cast, right? You know, what right. I mean, it's great cast, fun diatribe, like fun, right. fun, fun dialogue, fun, fun dialogue. The story's a little bit contrived, right? Like it's like. Right, yeah. Well, yeah, but this whole thing Russians, was contrived. Russians are bad. You right, know but this mean? is like, the whole movie itself is contrived, and it's this one-off that Marvel finally had to come through with because the character was popular enough. Right, right. Right, that they had to do they had to do a solo movie of some sort. But also in canon, like not in canon, but in like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, she's dead. Yeah. So right. you could do you could do whatever you want. You do whatever you want. Which I think yeah, I mean it, it's definitely like it's it's you know sort of cool. I, you, imagine ha- if they had pr- approached it in the same sort of manner, right? But they made it sort of smart like the the Americans, right? Like you know, instead instead of like, you know, the the Russian spies all named their everything red, right? And they're obviously bad. Right. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, the Soviets are bad and they got the red and they're really they're pissed off because the Nazis took Red Skull like that was the perfect (laughs) Soviet villain. But the fucking Germans got him first. Right. So, like, there's a lot of like. Tropes that I'm just like, oh, yeah, I get it. The Red Room girls, they got their red dust. They get the red dust. They can escape the Red Room. And it's like, oh, my God. Yep. So, like, that part was annoying. And then the musk or the pheromones, like, that was annoying. But overall, the action, it, it's still, it's, it's you know, I don't want to I don't want to make it sound like a Michael Bay film, right? You know what I mean? It's not Transformers by any means, right? It's a Marvel movie. Yeah. The, the, the action's good. The adventure's good. The dialogue's good. The acting's good, right? You know, the story has weak parts. You know, like, it has weak parts. But it was never. See, that's the thing. Is like no one's going to like see a Marvel, a cinematic, you know, feature. Oh, yeah, it's looking escapism. for like. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's escapism. Yes, yes. Right, like it's no, it's no Logan, right? But right. it's it's escapism, and it's like it's exactly what I, you know, exactly what I expect. Um, there's good action scenes. Um, there's a lot of like fun, witty dialogue. Um, there's nothing like. You know, there's nothing like groundbreaking, right? And then also at the end, right, we have this setup. So at the end, you know, the post credit scene, um, we're now five years, ten years down the line, five years down the line, right? We're five yeah. years down the line, right? We're so we're post, we're post Avengers Endgame. Yes. And Black Widow's dead, dead. Yep, yep. And Yelena Belova is at. Um, Black Widow's gravesite. When we see the uh, the Countess Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. Yep, there she is again. Again. So she um, uh, she engages um Yelena Belova with the job, and she tries to. I'm trying to th- if I'm. Tr- she tries to pin Black Widow's death. On Hawkeye. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So not, I wonder, that, not, not that she would know what took place on this planet where right. they had to go to get the stone, where one of them had to sacrifice themselves and and everything. And then immediately Elaine is like, OK, I'm going to do it. And so this is this is clearly going to set up 
For the Hawkeye TV show, yeah, for sure. Right. Right, yeah. So this is clearly going to set this up. And, you know, I, I'm fine with that. I, I like that, you know, we, we do this whole thing and then we get to the end and we, there's some setup for something in the future. Um, you know, I think that when we had talked about this a while back, we had talked about how like Thunderbolt Ross might set up the Thunderbolts or might set up, um, you know, something. Yeah, out of this we I don't, don't think, see that i don't think so yeah right well we don't see that so this clearly you know there was no payoff to a lot of the rumor and innuendo that we heard on the internet and so it's like whatever um it's really just gonna get us to the next disney plus show which is fine yeah and and when we say the the, the a lot of the rumor that we heard on the internet mostly that's you heard on the internet and then you told me about it right that's uh, true. Yeah. But I ain't the so, only one that heard this. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. So where are you at one through ten on it? Um I'm, I'm somewhere in between like a six five and a six seven. So let's call it six six. What if I'm a six six six? Ooh, fucking number of the beast right there, Bod. Or the black widow. Um no, um, you know, like this is like a solid like six and a half, seven. You know, yes. like I, I'm always a six, I'm, six, six, seven, somewhere around. You know, there. look, I've waited my entire life for these movies. Like, I know that there's a lot of people, like, you know, who've like I, I've come up, I came up watching the Marvel stuff when they were like throwing rope nets at people, and that was supposed oh, to be yeah, spiderweb. Yeah, yeah. For sure, like for you sure. can't yeah. do wrong by me here. Like, I'm, I'm always going to be a homer for this. So, and the movie was good enough. It wasn't too corny. It wasn't stupid. Um you right. know, it was so, it was the throwaway movie I expected it to be. I'm I'm the, I'm the same way. I I just happen to be a little bit more critical than that, right? Like you know, what I mean, but I, I'm still like at the end of the day, it was a decent enough investment in time, right? So I'm still at like a six six on it. Like it's still it's above mediocre. If they could work out, if they could work out better espionage thrillers, it's not no... it's not it's not Marvel's strong suit though. I know I understand yeah. that, but it's yeah. like here's a character that like. You know, nothing, not everything that Marvel does has to be in this consistent, constant timeline, right? Like, there's no reason they couldn't find somebody to do a really good spy thriller and then just just put Scarlett Johansson back in this character and we'll just we'll just root this in the 80s. I, or I, I, whatever. Feel, I feel like, yes, from a, from a conceptual standpoint, you're right. It'll never happen because right. it's just that that sort of like you know even when you when you're looking at like a james bond movie right like yes there's 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 adventure and stunts and and all of that makes up a good part of it right but at the end of the day it's 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 the plot that drives the story right whether it's and it's all extremely unbelievable right but that espionage aspect is there in the background and it's never quite as contrived as even from Russia with love isn't just the red room, red burst. Right. Right. It, it, it's written better from a standpoint of how espionage works. Right. Where with Marvel, it's espionage works in the way that Scarlett Superhero Johansson. Superhero stuff works. Yeah. Like they, she flies on a motorcycle and beats somebody up. And wears like leather, like tight spandex yeah, or sure. whatever. Yeah. 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 Right. Exactly. Yeah, but they like they, you know, there is. There's no actual espionage. There's right. quiet ass kicking that goes into loud ass kicking. Right, and, and none that, of this, and, and none smart. of this looks, none of this is quiet per se. Right, like when she, when she get when she shows up in Prague or wherever they say Budapest or wherever they go, she's right. walking around looking like her. She's yeah. not even trying to hide the fact that it's her. It's like yeah, you're. Her. So, I thought you were supposed to be like a spy. 
Yeah, her incognito is not uh, not not that much. We're coming up on time here, but I want to get uh, five minutes on. You watched the Unforgiven. One Just of the five minutes. You only want to do five minutes on this. It's, it's about all we have the time for. We could we could save it, right? <laughs> Is we talked about Black Widow. For, we should for, save it. Yeah, this is your. You, you want to save it? You want to yeah. save it? Yeah, you've been writing about right, this. Right. I did. I wrote. I wrote the shit out of you about it. Yeah. and we no, got to get back to it. Our well, listeners I, will never know. No, will never hear that part. No, they, no, that that part. That's that's a private you and I conversation. We'll get back to it. Next episode is going to be all geared towards westerns. Boom. That's the theme of it. it. We're getting back to it. We're going to fucking come back. We're going to talk about The Unforgiven. We're going to talk about uh, Cowboys versus Aliens. Oh, maybe we'll talk a little bit about Westworld because that's a perfect combination of sci-fi and uh, And and Western. Yeah, for sure. But anyways, for now, that's all the time we have uh, for today. As always, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening to us uh, uh, jam on some shit, right? Uh, Black Widow. See it. If it's free, I highly recommend it. If you got to pay for it, eh, there's worse things you could spend your money on, but there's probably better things you could spend your money on uh, as well. But I am Andy Liascos. With me as always, Mr. Patrick Bannis. And remember, kids, if you're going to be in a red room, don't do the red dust because it's probably going to wind up that you're going to turn into black. Enough with the colors. We get it. Russian's bad. Uh, Jesus. Jesus.